Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, on this side of the table with me shows. We got a guest today, right? We do. Mark Williams, the current grand champion Mr. of Galax, Virginia. Hello, grand champion. Hello, how are y'all? <laughs> Mark, heck of a weekend up in Galax, man. It was a good weekend. We had a big time. Yeah, we did. That was awesome. That was your first trip to Galax, wasn't it? Yeah, it's one thing to go cook a contest and take it all serious and try to win, but it's another thing to where you just go up there and have a blast and you still win. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Shell, before we get going today, do we have any housekeeping that we've got to take care of or um, anything like that? I know we all, I know we still got our Palmer thing going on. Yeah, we still got our Palmer thing going on. We're still raising money for the Palmer home. Um, who was the nice fella that played the guitar for us? Aaron? Was that his name? Uh, Michael. I can't pronounce his last name, though. Michael. He gave me $100 cash to donate to the Palmer home. Wow, that's awesome. And I thought that was... You know, I'm a little nervous taking cash from somebody. <laughs> he was like a cool that. dude. Yeah, man. he was. He I was. I didn't know he could play guitar. He could play the heck out of it. Yeah. We'll get into all that. Michael, thank yeah. you so much, Michael. That money's going to the podcast or to to the Palmer home. So um, I really appreciate that. Yeah, one thing about the Palmer, we have reached our goal. We've surpassed our goal. Yes. But we're going to keep on going until the first of, to Labor Day, which is just a few weeks. I mean, you know, we got another month. So let's let's keep. Keep keep going. Uh, donate money to the Palmer Home, but also, if you're in, um, I guess the Desoto County, Memphis area, the Palmer Home has an event they're selling tickets for now. It's going to be cool. It is sunflowers and shotguns. It's going to be a team uh, skeet shoot, and we're doing the lunch for it. That's why it's going to be cool. Now, if you if so, if you're into if you're into shooting shotguns, and you want to help support the Palmer Home, go to palmerhome.org, I guess, and you can. There's you information on there, there how to put a team in, um, what all you know, what all it's about. But that's a cool event. First time we've been a part of it. And I'm it's excited. Be a good time. Yeah. And tomorrow, City Hall Cheesecake is doing uh, cheesecakes. If you buy cheesecake, it goes to the Palmer Home. That's right. Five dollars. Check them out on their Facebook page. I guess mm-hmm. City Hall Cheesecake is the best cheesecake. They're made right here in Hernando, but they also have a branch. In Southaven now <laughs> at that new uh, Silo Square, so I'm sure they're doing it at both places. But I think you can get a slice of cheesecake for five bucks, and it is worth it. That's good. That's that's, that's my good. weakness right there. Yeah. Good cheesecake. That's me. Oh, at Christmas time, if we're having a party, anything like that, we did it when we had the comedy show here. That's right. We had cheesecakes. You know, <laughs> that was the one thing I tried all three of. <laughs> I love cheesecake. Man. That's one of my favorite desserts. All right, so. Mark, tell everybody what you won this weekend. So we went to Galax, um, got the coolest trophy I, that I think in barbecue history is the guitar and three fiddles. And <laughs> The banjo is pretty cool. It is, but <laughs> we didn't get that. So. I can't play banjo, so I can play a little guitar. So I, I, I'm envious, Mark. I really... Man, I got out there last night and I practiced for a solid 30 minutes. <laughs> I got like the one strum down pat. I can't do nothing else with my fingers, but I can make it make noise. I was wondering. I was like, did Mark get a guitar? And then I was like, oh, yeah, he did. I did. (laughs) So we talked about last time how cool Galax is. And Mark pointed out that I didn't realize our last trip up there was 2010. We've got a first place hog fiddle back here on the wall. I've been looking all over for that. I didn't realize who was hanging up in the podcast. Sheldon run four or five deck screws through (laughs) it. I found the one out in the shop. And it's a second place whole shoulder, but that's our first place hog. And it had been in 2010 when we got 
the other one was probably a nine, but that's the last time we had been. It had been 11 years. And I've, and I've told you ever since I've known you, Mark, how cool that contest is. Not just because of the trophies they give. They do have the best trophies in barbecue. But the people, uh, the little the town of Galax, I mean, it's a little mountain town up there. It's a furniture town, but I guess the furniture business is – you know, went overseas like everything else. And these little towns, they, you know, they kind of just stay back like they're lost in time, yeah. you know. And so it's just a cool old little mountain town, and they roll out the red carpet when it's barbecue time. It was um, it was hands down the most welcoming contest I've ever been to. I mean, I've been to like, you know, the Jack. I mean, that's one of the top ones. And this had that same feel, you know. I mean, it was like everybody was so appreciative for you to be there. And you didn't go without. Like, if you were – Look like your cooler fitting be out of ice. They were there with ice, like right then. So I mean, it was it was unreal. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, (laughs) going. It's supposed to be a nine and a half hour trip for us. It took what twelve and a half. Twelve and a half hours. At twelve hours, I told Shell, I said, "I've never been more ready to get out of a truck than I am (laughs) right now." (laughs) Yeah, it was that was rough. We had. We always have a malfunction going to Kalax. And so we, well, we, our first fuel stop, it was just this side of Nashville. We were getting back on the interstate after we filled up, and we sheared off the little sway bar ball. I didn't know that was possible. I shouldn't have cranked down on it one more time because I knew y'all were swaying a little bit. I was like, y'all were getting fuel. I was like, I'm going to turn it about another quarter turn. So I did, and it didn't make it the first turn. Yeah, no, it popped right off. How does that happen? I mean, that a lot ball, of pressure. Well, that ball's been with y'all's red trailer. So it's it's been around the block a few times, yeah. yeah. And then it's we a, done took it on and off hitches three or four times, and it was a little rusty. And but once we put the new one on there, she yeah. was dialed in. Finding we ran, one was on the adventure. road was an adventure. Yeah, we did. We got it under control. We hit traffic. It was just delay after delay going. So that's what put us so long. We still got there at six fifty. Yeah, it was before dark. We left at five a.m. though. <laughs> that was the kicker. <laughs> so we made it there before dark. Had a big time Thursday night. We got some good dinner at, at, the, at the little water local watering hole, McAdoo's, and it's mighty fine eating. Got up Friday morning and Mark started dominating. And we did. We had a good run too. Now we got a fill. No, every, that's we got call. We got calls in all four categories in KCBS top ten. So I was happy with that. But it wasn't. It wasn't a first place chicken. It wasn't a first place rib. One eighty. Chicken. The 180 chicken. My first mark. 180 and chicken. Chicken's been our, like, I've never, like, Swine Life's never been a strong chicken team. I'll be the first to tell you. It's not chicken life. Yeah, it's not chicken life. <laughs> Poultry life. <laughs> but we had a few little weeks to practice, and we tried a few new chicken recipes, and I guess that's a pretty good one we're going to stick with for a little bit. Was that your first stick burner chicken? Like, ever? I know it was to turn in. Was that the first time you ever cooked it on a stick burner in a pan like that? Mm-mm. We cooked it one more time. A year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, oh! Did you cook that at, at Shriners? Uh, Shriners? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you, you cook on a good? stick burner at Shriners? Mm-hmm. What stick burner do you use this week? Outlaw, best one out there. <laughs> so, so your win is totally because you cooked on Outlaws. Right? Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. Hey, no, it was, hey, I liked I liked it so much. I've ordered me one to put on a trailer. I would say going from you know, I mean, we cooked on several different cookers. The texture is yeah. the texture is what makes it. That's what I get too. When I've been cooking on my home, and I knew that going, we you know we cook on old hickories. We always have on our comp trailer. They're cooking machines, but there's something about that stick burner. You know, and we've always been chasing these stick burner guys. Yeah, I, mean, the one, I don't care if it's a jambo or whatever else. You know, they're, the other ones they're cooking on. We've always been chasing them a little bit, and I realize it is texture. I mean, there's something about something magical that happens in that cook chamber on a stick burner that just gets that texture just. Money. It's a gentle cook. I think that's what, like, I mean, 
some of these pits, even a pellet grill, you know, have like a forced convection and you're almost moving more air than you really need to across surface of that meat. And it gets the bark real barky. I mean, it's good eating. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But contest-wise, you don't necessarily want that real firm, hard bark, you know? Yeah. Especially when you get chicken wings. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great for women. I mean, now, if you want to cook a lot of meat and, you know, you want a heavy bark, I'm like a Texas bark where it's pronounced bark, you can get that when the convection helps you. But, man, the, the contest bark, you got to think we're cutting these entries up, we're, you know, running nice through. The judge has got to eat it. And you want it to be the same texture all the way across. You don't want that variance where the outside, the bark's a little tougher than what's on the inside because they're going to gig you on it. And two, you got to think about like that old hickory. It's meant to cook loaded. It's meant to be full. And I think that's what helped y'all a bunch this week is because y'all were cooking everything on one pit. So it had all that moisture in the Mm -hmm. pit. It had all that meat and it slowed the convection down. So I don't know. It's something to think about for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to tell you what helped us so much in ribs, all them rib practices we did before Memphis Bay. When it come to cooking them, it was that recipe's dialed in. Y'all hit with it. We hit with it. I mean, you got a first rib, KCBS, running the same recipe. We got a second place, and MBM running the same place. And then we were also what, fourth in ribs on yeah. the KCBS side. You're right so that there. was three top five rib calls running that same recipe in one contest. That's so I there's no, it's I no guesswork to, with that recipe anymore. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to run it in another one. I mean, that's going to be fun. What was so going to Galax – Besides winning, what was your favorite thing? I mean, what, I mean, what, what makes you want to go back besides the fact you, you're a defending champ now? 70 degrees and no humidity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was what I was going to say. The weather, man, you get out there, you didn't sweat. No, you didn't. It wasn't. It was pleasant, man. Even middle of the day, it was just. I got a little hot after turn-ins because it come that big monsoon during brisket turn-in. Yeah. And it was a little muggy then, but after that, it was fine. It was fine. It? You could tell a big difference coming back. When you got out of the gas station. We got stations. out in Jackson, Tennessee, and I was like, this It was like a heat wave. This is not what we like left. We jumped in the oven. I was like, man, I hated it. And, you know, my second favorite thing, no mosquitoes. Not it, No, no I flies. No flies either. I've never cooked barbecue and not just sit there and battle flies. And we didn't yeah. close the trailer up. We never, no, There was no not open. a fly in Virginia. I mean, what do you think? I guess it's the altitude, huh? They got to have a bunch of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> got to. <laughs> yeah, our fly, we'd, have, we'd, have, we'd have struck out if we did our episode of Flocking. Yeah, there. we'd have been dry. <laughs> you could leave food out. They, flies wouldn't even come into I it. I did not see a fly. Nothing. Oh, I cooked some TikToks yesterday at home, man. Flies for every man. We, hey, we get invaded by these horse flies. They're getting aggressive, man. Dude. These things ain't scared. Uh, <laughs> like you swat them, like do it again. You know, Michael killed four of them yesterday. We ain't got any horses around. I mean, there's horses a mile, a couple miles. They don't ate them. They done <laughs> ate the horses. They're moving up. Yeah, that's where they come horse fly. <laughs> I swear, one tried to pick up many. Guarantee it. <laughs> but no, the weather is perfect, and it's just. It's got such a neat little small town feel. And, I mean, it was neat because, A, everybody was welcoming. I mean, there was people that had businesses right there that yes. made a point to come, hey, you know, what's going on? What are y'all doing? Where are y'all from? And it's just that small town feel makes it feel so welcoming. And it was just it was a good time. The weather was just an add-on. Yeah. Who um, – there, there was this awesome couple. And we were set up right outside their business, and they had a yoga studio. Uh, do y'all remember the name of that? Because i got to give them a shout-out for putting up with us. For, I can tell you. Mark, have to look it up. Because, I'm terrible with names, and I'm because, sorry. And, and look, the the um, the husband, he is an American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. That's how bad Rick. he is. Rick, was his name Rick? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but his wife was also like an expert yoga instructor, and they were out doing uh, yoga trapeze, aerial yoga or something. That, yeah, they had this. It was like it reminded me of a swing, you know, swing the A-frame swing set you see as a kid. Mm-hmm. But it had all it had on it. I don't know if it was like a. It looked like some fabric that made a seat. And man, people get in there and do flips and all this stuff. I said, I'm gonna have to take that up. I mean, no. <laughs> Thursday night, everybody was gone. It was set up. I looked yeah. over and Malcolm had one leg and he said, like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. I appreciate them putting up with us because he got some cool pictures from his like his they balcony. had a little yeah, upstairs apartment deal and he got some pictures looking down that turned out really good. That was awesome. I know they probably they had their windows open at night. I know they smelled barbecue. It probably still No, he woke up. He's like, man, I woke up. He said, I had to crack a window. And he's like, it smells so good. <laughs> I was like, you won't be thinking that about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, man. I still, like, I, I unpacked my clothes when I got home. It was just like smoke, smokehouse. <laughs> I, mean, I forgot what that was like coming back out of a contest. I don't miss the loading up, and I don't miss the trimming and everything getting ready. Yeah, getting ready for this one was very difficult because we – Everything was scattered. We know. wasn't even in our trailer. We borrowed your steak trailer. And I was like, I don't, you, I'm used to having everything in the trailer. We pretty much just load the cooler up, put a few drinks in it. We're out, we're on the road. And this, like, we started from scratch. And I, like, literally I had to write it down, Shell. I had to make me a list of everything. And you loved it, didn't you? I did, but I still forgot. Like, I forgot <laughs> a basting brush. I forgot. I don't know what I, it was a ton of you stuff. Can, y'all kept coming over parts. I'm like, you got some of this. <laughs> <laughs> we made it happen between both of us. We had everything we needed. Yeah, we've done some swapping. Brian tried to cut one of his fingers off. he came come over bleeding like a stuck hog. Oh, he did. I didn't know he'd done it. I was like glazing ribs or something. And I looked, and he was over there with you. And I was like, what's he doing? I was like, maybe Shell needed help doing something. And he comes back, and his old cotton glove is just like. Blood red. Yeah, and I was like, what happened? Well, oh, don't worry about it right now. Well, he had cut it, and I just kind of glanced over there, and I, I was like, oh, that's not a bad cut. And he put a Band-Aid over it. And then I, he put a cotton glove on it and kept working. And then a few minutes later, he came back over, and the whole glove was red. I was like, ooh, that was way worse than I thought. Oh, Whitney was panicking. She's like, Brian, you got to stop and let me look at it. And this was like in the middle of rib turning, and Brian's like, look, we'll just lose a hand. We ain't yeah. stopping right now. He's a warrior. Yeah. I tell you, I, we couldn't have done it without him. I mean, Jamie had a bunch going on, so it was just me. And I was like, you, know, you want to go help me, Brian? Of course, he's he's on board. You know, He'll do whatever he can to help you. And he was a ace in the hole, no yeah. doubt. He uh he hustled and I was gimped up in a boot. So I was gonna say you wore your, you wore your ass kicking boot to Galax. Yeah, that's what somebody said. He said you kicked so much ass in Galax, you had to get a boot afterwards. <laughs> to where all them tendons kicking that tail. That was pretty yeah. funny. But no, it, my old ankle had a hard weekend because there was times it. like I had my backpack cooler. I just fill it up with ice. I take my boot off and bury it in that backpack cooler, <laughs> and it felt so good. That old bullet whiskey pulled you through. Yeah, it got us by. <laughs> We had we had plenty of gold tops, Tyler, and we had plenty of whiskey, so <laughs> we managed. Uh, I would not recommend staying at the Roadway Inn if you go. <laughs> What's wrong with it? You think it was real nice in like 1953? Probably, and it hasn't been updated or cleaned since then. I knew Brian's- when y'all went to Family Dollar to buy bed covers, I was like, ooh. So Brian stayed there, too, with his wife, and uh, he told me, he's like, man, the bathroom, the closet. You know, he's yeah. like, you don't want to go try to take a shower or go to the bathroom in there. It is tiny. I said, I'll the just to- stick with the trailer. The toilet was so close to the wall that you had to, like, angle it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to sit on it sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Have one cheek in the tub. <laughs> that does not meet code. <laughs> the worst is when you're in the shower and the dirty uh, shower curtain touches you. Uh, <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> that makes you not Roadway needs a little update. <laughs> Brian said he was going to go buy some rubber boots so he didn't have to stand in his own shower. He said it wouldn't even drain. <laughs> oh, man. So he was just, <laughs> at least mine drained. <laughs> <sighs> the shower wouldn't drain. There's nothing worse than that when you're uh, calf deep yeah. in, in shower water. I was like, I was going to run back after awards and take a shower. And, uh, Brian's like, you you need to go to Shell. It's like, mine don't drain or whatever. And I like looked at Shell, and Shell's like, you might want to pick another one. <laughs> <laughs> so we bummed Waylands in. They had the little Airbnb. That's they had the a sauna. The way, that's the way to go, Airbnb. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. When we were looking for rooms, I was like, I know the roadway's right there. It's walking distance. And that I was convenient. Yeah. You know? I didn't, yeah, I didn't think, but I didn't think uh, Waylands, or was it you went back and looked, and there's Airbnbs all up and down around the square. I mean, the. There's a bunch downtown. of like look like apartments on like the second yeah. floor that have been perfect. Definitely I guess all of those were I didn't think about it. All those buildings had two stories and they probably were living quarters and stuff. So next year we know to look Airbnb Definitely. instead of hotel. I want the same shade trees, same corner. I'm going back, definitely. It's a long haul, but I got tickled. We was uh I'm not superstitious at all, but if something's working, I'm not moving, I'm not changing. So we were sitting there at awards, and we got the 180 in chicken. And I forgot who it was. Like, man, why don't y'all get closer? And I'm like, I'm not moving from this spot. Like, I'm staying right here. Yeah. Made Brian do all the walking back and forth. Until <laughs> uh, the very end. Until the very end. Yeah. I pulled my Velcro straps, tied on my boot, and we struck out. <laughs> Took out up there to go get that guitar. Did you go get any of the other plaques, or did you just go get the guitar? The, we just got the fiddles. fiddles. Did you yeah. go get any of the fiddles? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't go, no. You let him go all Brian got all the fiddles, and then we got back, and Brian didn't realize we were winning a guitar if you got grand. Yeah. And he's like, the winner of the guitar. And he looked at me, he's like, we're getting a guitar. And I looked at him, I said, Brian, I love you. I said, but I'm getting a guitar. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I heard you say that on camera, actually. (laughs) Did you put that video on Facebook? Yeah, Yeah, I saw it. I I can't remember who caught that video, but that that was one of them surreal moments. Like, you've seen it firsthand, and it was genuine, and... Uh, yeah, I still look at that video and get goosebumps. Well, the whole time you're thinking, uh, I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, because we've seen crazy stuff happen. Oh, I have two first place. I mean, I've, you know, we've lost it with two first place. And it's hard yeah. to judge that one because, you know, there was you got four calls, Myron got four calls. Yeah. Like there were several teams that were getting four calls, and yeah. I mean that's what we had. Yeah, shout out to Myron. He was reserved yeah. behind you. So yeah, he shout got out a great to Lambert. Uh, Mark Lambert. Of mine got. Grand and NBN. They yeah they they finaled twice in a hog and that's what they won the grand with. But they also finaled shoulder. So shout out Mark Lambert, sweet swine of mine, and his whole crew. It was hustling. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing all all Man. three up there. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I think one of the guys, you know, they uh, Friday night was a state contest, and they one of their guys won it too. I don't know how many. They probably had four or five entries with their team. We had three with ours. I think Shell, you signed up. You and Michael tag teamed one. Y'all they finished. Were, they were being strict 20. about the. Yeah, I'm not oh, a yeah. fan of that. Yeah. Like that kind of. So hmm. oh, let's talk about what's going on in the SEA right now, real okay. quick. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. So so they did have. So ever since SEA, there's been a thing of kids wanting to cook. And first, they made a rule to where you had to be 16. And yeah. I think that was Stan Hayes' son. It was. Who had won a contest and qualified for their championship. They ended up letting him cook that year. Nathan but was the Nathan. And they made the Nathan rule. Yeah. And that was to where you had to be at least 16 years old to sign up and cook under your own name. And so that was fine. And then, the, then the, I guess enough people complained. And uh, Russell and Karen's daughter, uh, Riley Steak Princess, our friends, um, she started cooking under Karen's name. But they changed. they ended up changing that rule. To where it was 13. So now you have to be 
13 years old to sign up and cook under your own name. Well, there's a lot of times where kids and we do it all. We did it all the time where I quit cooking because Michael wanted to cook. I wanted to get my, my son yeah, involved. It's about getting family involved. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think it's great that the kids come out and cook. So, you know, the, the parent would sign up and let the kid cook. If they wanted to go pick out the steak. They're learning something. If they wanted to trim it and cook it. I mean, we always started a fire. Did the, you know, the hard, yeah. you know, the stuff that's dangerous for them. It was under parent supervision. But we would let the kid cook, and I'd let them go get the trophy if they won. I mean, there's nothing that makes their day more. That's you know? a memory that kid yeah. have earned, and is, I'd rather him be there than out doing something he wasn't supposed to. Yes. And so I guess it was um, a few weeks back, they had a big stink. Like Jimmy Parsons, one of our buddies, uh, smoking truckers, barbecue, that's what, is that what he goes yeah. by um, on social media. But his he had signed up and let his daughter cook, and she won. She She's 10 years old, I think. I thought she was or, 11. I she might be 11. Michael Whatever. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the close to the same age. age. They're not 13. Yeah. But um, evidently, she, you know, cooked the steak. And, and when it came time for the awards, they called her number, their number, and she went up there and got it, and everything was fine, you know, because her dad signed up or whatever. But I, I guess she told them her name when they, when you, you know, at the end, they ask you your name and all that. And so they wrote it down, her name on there. Well, that caused a big uproar, stinking. SCA, all these people that I guess got beat started complaining and said it wasn't right that, you know, your dad or whoever signed up was supposed to be the one that did the selection. And I guess they made a new rule. I don't know. I hadn't seen anything official, but they're saying that you have to, the person that signs up has to be the one that selects the stakes, be the one that cooks the stakes, and be the one that turns the stakes in. And that's the one that can come up and get the award, which I don't know why that's a big deal or not. There's a lot of guys out there doing this team. It's a team. It's a you know? team. Yeah. It's not an individual thing. So, I mean, what's the what's the difference in say me and Waylon go cook, and I let Waylon go do selection? Yeah, it's been I plenty come back, of time. Me and him where, both yeah. season and cook. One one of us might be the turner. One of us might be the the fire guy. One of us might be holding time. It's a team thing, and you don't need but one person to turn it in. Why do you have to go in as a if he wants to go turn it in versus I do or whoever? I don't care who runs the stake and turns it in. And I do understand there are some people that might enter my child and me and yeah. cook both stakes and yeah. try to get well, two yeah. entries. I mean, maybe and that's an issue, but that, it's that that's something they could. They're trying to. You don't need on. to punish a kid for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, if I was signing up and I was signing Michael up, and I mean, now Michael can cook his own anyway. But that's I could see it being a problem. You got a five year old kid or something that you know is not. It's like deer youth hunting yeah, with a 300 mile. Right, right, right. <laughs> Same kind of deal. And I guess that's what it is. And then, I mean, to me, just not, you know, I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't have any say of what they're going to do. But I would think if it was my, you know, my decision to make that I would want to get the kids involved and I wouldn't have a problem with it as long as, you know. The thing that got me was when we was up there, you was picking the steak and I had done pick mine and I was standing over there, Michael, and I could tell Michael was upset. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, they're making a big deal out of it. I'm like, who? And he didn't know who it was, but like yeah. he was standing off to the side, and somebody pointed. He wasn't even under the tent looking at the stakes. Yeah, pointed pointing him out and said, "He don't look like he's thirteen. He don't need to be here." If he don't that look ain't like right. He's thirteen, something's wrong. No, he looks like he's twenty. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but anyway, I mean, we. I get it. I mean, I know there's rules I'd hate and to stuff. Be the one trying to, you know, set the rules and then it's and pretty sad though if rules. you would do something to not. My whole thing is sad if you try to do something to not get kids involved. Yeah. yeah. Whatever age they are. If there's not a kid's queue there for that kid to cook, they should be able to cook any yeah. contest they want. Now, I do agree with that, too. If there, if, if it's not an option for that kid to cook, there's no reason he can't cook that contest. Yeah. Or at least help. I mean, whatever. And the thing is, with, help. Yeah. 
thing is with Jimmy Parson, if that little girl wouldn't have won, you never heard a word about it. Oh, yeah. He would have never done anything. Yeah, if she'd have gotten last place. If she'd have got 11th or whatever <laughs> or 10th, you never would have heard about it. Yeah. So I don't know. I imagine they'll make some big official change. Or Now it's 13. So. Yeah. Well, Michael cooked that steak the other night. Oh, God. <laughs> you get a phone call. <laughs> Come on, bring it on. Actually, you you helped cook it. You were doing stuff, and oh, yeah. I was doing stuff, too. And I wouldn't even. I mean, there's plenty of times, like, we've done it when yeah. there was other things going on. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, Emily, go pick me a steak out. Right. I don't care what you bring me back. Like, That's right. I'm just there. I mean, I just I'm there to have, to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will say those steaks. Did you see those? Ooh, you they were, were monsters. There. You cooked. Yeah, there were some that were two inches thick. I was like, two and I, a half. I took mine out, trimmed it, seasoned it, and let it sit on the cutting board and just let it be. Covered it with the pan. And I was like, I'm going to let it get warm because I know it's going to take a minute. It still took me 25 minutes to get that steak to temp. So one thing we noticed up there is altitude had a lot to do with it. I never would have guessed. It's not that high, you know? Two, three thousand. 3,500, I think. Is that what it was up there? Ish. But everything we had come off 30-degree center. Like our ribs, I mean. And it took a little bit longer to get there. Our ribs, we usually take to a certain temp. And at three degrees before that, they never moved. They never they never climbed another degree. Yeah. We ran into that problem up in South Dakota. It was 9,000 feet above sea level. We were cooking up there, cooking a whole, And it took us, man, it was it 28 hours. 28 it hours, it never would get there. It never would get to where we wanted it. And it was done. Yeah. We but it wouldn't get to – and I didn't think anything about it. I never cooked at altitude. That's the first time I'd ever been up there cooking anything, you know, at above, I don't know, I guess Galax was probably the second highest. Yeah. And I never paid attention to it up there either. But it was, it's definitely, it's definitely, you have to take it into account. If I had to guess, I would say water boils at about 207 or 208 in Galax. Yeah. If I had to guess, <laughs> it's we was real close to that. <laughs> but yeah, but we had, you know, I was used to brisket keeping on rocking up and it, it definitely, it threw the brakes on. Yep. One thing I'll go back and going back to that stick burner content or uh, cooking, we'd put our brisket. So we all, we cook big meats and we cook them, you know, about 250 on CTO. So we put on brisket and we put on ribs. I mean, brisket and uh, butts at midnight. And so you got up at four thirty, lit your fire at five o'clock, put on the same brisket and butts. I mean, yours were trimmed down a little smaller, but not a lot. Not a lot. Flat was the flat was the same size. And you had by the time um, after we wrapped about one half hours after we wrapped, you had already caught us in temps. So you rolling. You had only been on about four hours, and we had been on a whole. You know, I had five hour head start on you. Put on at five, and all big meat, all meats were off by ten. Yeah, except the chicken, and that's where we were too. Yeah, but he didn't put on till five. I know. <laughs> yeah, we I slept pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's got me interested there. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. You might be changing your whole mo. I'm fixing to do some practice cooking on the stick burner, and I, and and I'm probably gonna put one on the trailer. That way, I've got the option to. I've seen pictures of one that's ready. It's going to go <laughs> it's on coming. your trailer. It's welded together. I can't wait. I can't wait. I've already been looking at some contests to cook. It was a. Uh, I think we're going to go up, go up there. And I told Wayland about it too. He's excited. He's pumped up. I'd love to go up there. What we, we have to, I'll have to look at that when we get there. It's sometime in October. Yeah. It's gonna, October's going to be busy. October's yeah. going to be real busy. So. Yeah. We have. Um, we just announced this past week uh, the Water Tower Festival. Yes. And it's, it may be full. I don't know. <laughs> it's so, it's hopping. Yeah. So the um, town of Hernando, the Chamber of Commerce, put on a water tower festival every year because Hernando is famous for their little water t- or not their little water tower, big water tower, <laughs> big water tower. 
but um, they do a festival every year. And this year, we are helping them with the barbecue sides of, side of things. How's this going to roll? One day event? One day event, smooth as butter. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> I think they've got room for 30 teams is what they told us. Yes. So they're capping it at 30. We have no control over teams that get to cook. Just You can't be affiliated with us. Yeah. Nobody that was affiliated with How to Barbecue Right or, you know, the here at the is, office. The rule is if you work for How to Barbecue Right or an immediate family member. You can't cook. You can't cook. But we're going to help them basically organize it, the yeah. cook. It's a one-day one cook, like you said. It's non-sanctioned. Meat provided. Meat provided. Three three entries. Um, we're doing ribs, ribs, wings, wings and ribeye rib steaks. And an optional yeah. kids contest. Uh, optional kids contest. We don't, we don't no disqualifications kids. are allowed. <laughs> <laughs> it's chicken. Yes, legs. if you cook those legs for him, you're disqualified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael said he's going. He's going to be the. He's going to be the. He's a rule he's keeper. Going around. <laughs> if if there's somebody cooking for that kid, he's going to let them know. Hey. Hey, we set that but, to eight to sixteen. Eight, yeah, you eight have to, to be eight because yeah. I have seen before little two-year-olds win awards. You know? <laughs> yeah, if they're going to be on your team, they're cooking the big category. Yeah, you're under yeah. eight, you got to yeah. cook the big category. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what's going to be. I mean, I, mean I wish we had more contests like that we could participate in. Yeah, because I mean, a uh, hundred fifty buck entry fee—that's that's three slabs of ribs nowadays. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, and the payout's good. Yeah. Thousand dollars for first place ribs. I what's, think. What, what's the payout? Do you have that on paper you can pull up? Or this is the first year it's ever paid out. I think so, ain't it? Yeah, the very first. Well, math, yeah, the very first year it's ever paid out. Oh, it's never but, paid out before. You've mm-hmm. just gotten trophy. Only one I know was ever paid out was the mystery meat, and, and it was, was like, pool. yeah, it was winner take all. Yeah, I got it pulled up right here. So this one's going to be first. Um, for, for ribs, it's first place one thousand dollars. Second place five hundred. Third place two fifty. Wings, first place is two hundred. Uh, second place is 100. Third place is 75. Ribeye, 200, 175. Same. Okay. That's, man, that's, you got a chance. Rib, ribs is going to be your big category. Yeah. For sure. Ribs is. That's the main event. It's a rib shootout. Blind rib shootout. You're getting, everybody's getting three slabs of baby back ribs. And you're going to get, you're going to have you ample time to cook them and turn them in. Three slabs of baby backs, two ribeye steaks, and four pounds of chicken wings. Yep. And if you want to do the kids, you'll get a pack of chicken legs for the kids to cook. That's good. And the wings will probably be they'll probably be whole wings. Well, we haven't yeah. checked in where we're going to source those yet. But that'll be fun. You don't. Sh- it, I like the one day events. Quick, easy. We are looking for sponsorships. So if anybody, Michelle, you're going to have all that information. If anybody out there has a business and they want to uh, get their name out there or help out with this cook, definitely know. anybody want to be involved. Kids Q, yeah. you know, yeah. a couple ice cream shops want to get some gift cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to put together a good goodie bag for all the kids that participate. Yeah. If you want to donate to helpers like us behind the scenes, we like blackberry goat cheese. <laughs> just saying. And <laughs> yeah, we probably have to have some volunteers in some form or fashion too. Definitely. So if anybody's definitely. in the area and wants to volunteer. I just want a decked out golf cart. I want to be that guy. You want to be a guy? <laughs> no, that's what I want to do. I yeah. can't wait. Oh, we need to be. <laughs> He comes with a golf cart when he organizes something. We can call him up, see if he's available. <laughs> him and Reggie I'm, can come up. I'm going to drive around in my golf cart all day. Just wheel around. You need ice? Okay, I'll get you some ice. I got ice. you. I got to order Take some off. walkie-talkies, too. I can't wait. I want to clip my shirt. <laughs> some <Yeah>. walkie-talkies. <laughs> but no, the oh, water right. tower is always a fun. I mean, it's always been a, a like a two-day thing, and it, it was just – Hernando, when they when they talked to us about it, they wanted something different. They were going to drop barbecue. Yeah, and I was like, "Don't drop barbecue." Why? You know, that's a lot of people come for that, and it's I guess they 
I don't know. We've cooked it for years. When when we weren't out cooking a, a pro contest somewhere, we'd come back. And last year, we just made up a team. And it's great. Yeah, well, yeah. I love that contest. Post Oak Malone. Post Oak Malone. <laughs> yeah, we had a big time. That was really two years ago. They canceled it. Oh, that's I guess, right. Last year. Yeah. We used to like. They're gonna have a car show. They're gonna have a cornhole tournament. They're gonna have vendors. Yeah. Um, and it's just gonna be a big one day festival. I might enter cornhole. You ain't gonna have time. You gotta help organize. <laughs> you you I did a lunch break. <laughs> No, I know events with How to Barbecue Right, you get a full-on schedule, and about every four hours, you'll say, 30 seconds to pee. <laughs> you don't get no number twos nowhere in there. Like You just got to hold that one. Tight ship. Yeah. We're on a tight ship here at How to Barbecue Right. We always underestimate how much work's involved in most things. This ain't going to be yeah. nothing to it. It's See, that's what we say. <laughs> nothing to it. it. It'll be easy. I've never been on that side of a contest. Yeah, so I don't already know how it's going to go. If it gets hectic, you're not going to find Malcolm. <laughs> He's going to be somewhere out of the way. Like, where's Malcolm? I don't know. He ain't been here about four hours. He's going to be in the back of the He'd be in his court. office. Yeah. In the office. Hey, I'm working. <laughs> He's hiding on logistics. He'll still be calling in on the walkie-talkie. Hang on, I'm on the way. <laughs> Where you he won't, he'll be like, I don't need a walkie-talkie. I'm at the bar at ACs, <laughs> yeah. making sure everything's okay over here. <laughs> I'm excited about it. So, I, I want to know if we're going to see some of these outlaw competition uh, cooking videos on Swine Life's channel. What, like full-on? Uh, yeah, like a, oh, you, <laughs> yeah I'll, give you a, I'll give you a competition recipe. Sure yeah. thing. I need to see the pork butt. I need to see, I want to see the chicken. I want to see, see the brisket. The pork butt. I got the brisket down. Oh, no, I don't have that one down. We ain't talking about yeah. the brisket. Yeah. Can't talk about the brisket. The pork butt. Some trick stuff. We don't get that brisket to where it was. How you caught ours, I have no idea. Speaking I don't of, know what tip you were cooking that thing out or blowing it up or whatever you did. But speaking of brisket. top shelf got a workout. It was working. Outlaw. Talk about the brisket you got. That was probably the prettiest and best brisket We've ever cooked. Out of, I'm awesome. talking about of golds, out of, I mean, any A9 I've ever bought, of any black I've ever bought, any Creekstone, whatever. That brisket was unbelievable. And it, ta- I mean, it was. That's the thickest flat I think yeah. I've ever seen yeah. on a brisket. Where did it come it was, from? It come from Kevin, the home of the always hand picked A9 Wagyu brisket. That's what makes me so sick, is he said, like, because we've got both orders. We're supposed to be here the same yeah, day. and I bet you're the one. And that, he told me, he says, he said, Malcolm's looks good. He said, but yours looks better. And I was like, all right, freaking UPS. We got that brisket a week and a half later, and the old guy on the delivery truck's like, and I called Kevin to look. I said, it's lost. Like, who knows where it's at? So hats off to Kevin. He got another order back out. It showed up the day before. It showed the day we needed it. And, uh, well, a week later, our first order shows up here at the shop, and the UPS driver's like, man, he said, I got some crickets on here that smell terrible. It smells like death. And he picked up our box, and he's like, never mind, it's this box. It's this box. And I was like, don't shake that box. I didn't open it. I didn't do anything. I just put it in a dumpster, and it was. I mean, you can smell it through styrofoam. And I know it was a pretty brisket in that box at one time, but I bet it wasn't pretty then. Oh, man. If you had opened that up. Mm-mm. That's it was, terrible that it waste, got, went to waste like that. We're talking a $250 piece of meat. Plus, mm-hmm. it probably had pork We had six too. slabs of ribs in there. Oh, wow. Did but, you have butts in there? Mm-mm, we just, just had ribs. Nice. But I mean, That's what do you do? Terrible. I mean, you ain't nothing. You, you call UPS. Do. Oh, we'll credit you your shipping back. I ain't worried about the shipping. Yeah, I'm worried about that five hundred dollars in that cooler. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You lose it. I mean, Kevin lost. I don't think yeah. lost it. I mean, it's terrible. But, 
No, he hats off to Kevin because he did. He when he knew when he seen what was going on, he was already coming up with a plan of action to make sure we were took care of. And there's not many people out there that'll do that. Yeah, and he does that for everybody. Yeah, he'll make sure of it. So yeah, but that well, was the prettiest brisket. Oh, I yeah. actually. I unloaded the brisket from the cooler, you know, when it got shipped and loaded everything into the meat, the meat fridge at home. And I picked that brisket up and it just like, you told me it was like, <laughs> it was soft. like jello. It, was, it was just like, it trimmed out. perfect. It yeah. trimmed out perfect. There was no, like sometimes, you know, you'll get that fat vein that kind of runs through them and kind of create a little crater. It didn't have it. It was perfect from tip to tip. The point was beautiful. Um, that was, I mean, it was, it was awesome. It really was. You cook, told me you didn't cook. want to cook it. You was like, I don't even want to cook it. It looks so pretty. <laughs> I, know. I just want to sit here and pet it. <laughs> Rub on it. That was a good brisket. You had a good brisket. And I had. You uh, kept us out of. I almost got a fiddle with that brisket too because I was right behind you. We tied for a second. I guess I don't know if that was a. So point. you got third and we got fourth. fourth. Yeah. And then I, I read. I, the, I'm telling you, that prime beef. That swine life prime beef. It's good stuff hot. on beef. I'm pretty proud of that one. It, That's uh, all we ran. That's all we ran. It was prime beef, some hot over it for some color, and then um, let it sit and just kind of – I bet it marsh sit. So I seasoned it probably at probably 9.30, 9.45, and then we injected it probably about 10.30 after I'd seasoned it. And it sat till midnight. Yeah. So it set a good two and a half hours out on the counter. Our it was slicked over, man. The season just kind of melted over. It just looked like a good brisket <laughs> sitting there before it ever went on the pit. Our set – for ten hours, so it was it was in the Cambro with ice for a hot minute. Yeah, after we did our finals judging, we took like all we didn't want to take these leftovers back home, so I, we brought out the breast of that brisket, the ribs, everything. Man, it was devoured. Yeah, we, I'm talking about people were coming up like I ain't never I didn't know beef could taste. This is no way this is brisket. <laughs> it was like I was like, yeah, that's brisket right there. I guess that's the first time I've ever cooked a pork butt with two money muscles on it though. <laughs> you got a double pork butt from Sam's, wasn't it? Was that a Sam's? Yeah, it was Sam's. Yeah. Brian, he's like, man, this is the only one they had. And it, man, something don't look right about it. And I was like, no, it don't. <laughs> so I got to trimming it up. I was like, hold on a minute. And I cut it down one side, and it was perfect. Two money muscles. And you could see where they cut the backbone out of that hog. And it was a money muscle from the right shoulder and a money muscle from the left shoulder. Oh, man, if you can order That's them like crazy. that. I tell you what, our compart butts were jam up. The, uh, the ribs were too. But if, I, if we could get them, Jim, to get them to cut a double, the double money cut. muscle butts. There's no rule against that. No. Having two money muscles on a butt. I had to trim it a little different, but after doing that, I'm going to trim all my butts that way. I'm going to leave that full fat cap on it, shield that take, money. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that was the most succulent money muscle I've ever cooked. So you're talking about carve out? Carve it out the from the side, bottom, yeah, the meat side. And then leave the whole fat cap all the way out to the edge and, and just take fillet it off. that money muscle off that fat cap. Yep. Just roll it off. Because you can always get that color back. Yeah. Well, that's your downside when you put it in the box, yep. you know? I like that. It I, don't. I've always thought that. That too. was the ugliest money muscle we've ever turned in, but it was the best bite. And that's why I told Brian, I said, these are going to be hideous. I don't know how we're going to make them look good. I said, but that is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Which one, did you did you even turn in part of the one that was like the inner money muscle? No, I, that's, I turned in the two. Oh, I didn't even turn in the regular ones. It was the two big ones. Oh, wow. I was like, these are so good. And they got done at the same time. Like, I probed that one. I was like, ooh, that's good. And I was like, this one's going to be tight. And it was just as soft. I was so like, you just lobbed them both off? They were so ugly. They wasn't even round. One of them was all tri- like triangle shaped. You know, it was all disformed. Matter. You know, you take it, wrap it up plastic wrap, and get that shape back. Yeah, shape it, it back up. It turned it back round. It was good though. Um, I wanted to talk about out the smoke a little bit. We just dropped a new video <laughs> of an <laughs> instant grill. The instant grill, man. I don't know about the old instant grill. 
<laughs> it done what it was supposed to so do. It doesn't, so if you were doing Andy Wise on Channel 5 What's News, it doesn't work. first of all? For people that did not say that. It is a grill made out of the same stuff. Right there. That's on the back of this little notepad, cardboard. And basically, <laughs> basically, if you took like, it felt like a CMU block, just like the about an inch of it. But it was almost like styrofoam, too. It, like yeah, it was real, real light. It felt like concrete, though. It was some kind of. Refractory or something. Yeah. Heat refractory product or something. But it had these little. Disc. What were those discs made out of? What charcoal? Yeah, I think they were cut up charlogs. <laughs> what did it look like? It, it did look like that. Yeah, yeah but it's, they it had, had a, something. Had a name on it, like crystalline or. Yeah. I think it was kerosene. Is kerosene what it was. or whatever. So they're they're made. I mean, I guess they're made for heat. I don't know if they're made for cooking, but they're made for heat. You don't even know they're lit. Mm-mm. But it starts putting off some BTUs, Jack. Because if things get hot, like it got to eight hundred degrees, like I was, everybody was like, "We got to see a video of grill grates. We got to see a video of grill oh, grates." Oh man. So you found these things at Sportsman's Warehouse. It's like a – think of a mini like, bass product. Yeah. Sportsman's like I just happened to walk by and I was like, what? And it said Instant Grill. And I was like, what is this? And I looked and I said it's made of cardboard. I was like, ooh, I'm getting that. <laughs> I mean the whole package is only, what, four inches tall mm-hmm. maybe? It's made for like backpacking and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I, I see its its niche group. Like I see where it could work. And I mean when you get done, you literally just let it go out and throw the whole thing in the dumpster and everything's supposed to actually be biodegradable. So like there's no waste. Mm-hmm. So good I'm very for curious about that. <laughs> I mean, you dig a hole and you bury it in yeah. it, and come back and it'll be all broke down. So be a new Instagram right there. Have three eyes in the creek right there, but <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I was like, "Hey, we'll try it." And I sent a picture. You, I was like, "Hey, we might have a video." And you're like, "We're doing that." Oh yeah, I was very interested. So how did it cook? Because the the grates were bamboo there are bamboo bamboo. skewers through the top of this cardboard nothing burned that's what's crazy i don't know what kind yeah well bam i fear bamboo would burn not when it's soaked in some kind of whatever (laughs) chemical they put on it so when you light the thing it's it stinks like it did have a and you're gonna this this is gonna make this taste like chemicals once they ash over the odor is pretty much gone you smell the bamboo and i guess the cardboard yeah, I guess the cardboard. It's kind know. of a toasty smelling. <laughs> yeah. But we seasoned up a ribeye and put it on it and cooked it. Yeah. I mean, it cooked, what did it take? Eight, ten minutes? Yeah, eight or ten. Total. It wasn't bad. It yeah. wasn't like. Did it ever sizzle? Like it was, yeah, yeah, like the yeah. fat did. No, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't sear the meat as good. It's weird because when you point the the infrared gun at those little discs, they're, they're 800, deg- 800, over 800 degrees. But then when you get up two inches on that the bamboo rack, it was like dropped like 400. So it really is only cooking about 400 there. And it got the meat brown, but it didn't like sear it like it would if you were cooking on a barbecue. Yeah. Grill, you know? It wasn't like directly over real charcoal. Yeah. yeah. Could you get it done on there to where it was edible? Yes. But is I, it, I, is, am I going to pick that over a grill at my house? No. Oh, heck no. <laughs> but if we were somewhere like, man, much as we do trail riding and stuff, like if we just wanted to like yeah. throw some hot dogs on it, man, it'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Might I don't know. I don't know. So it's something weird about it because it's building a fire, just building a little fire and putting some sticks over it and hold the hot dog. Would you rather have that thing or? Well, I mean, some places you might you not can build yeah, a fire. Build they won't fire. let you at parks. So and that's technically park. not an open flame. It just yeah. says no flames. Yeah, it doesn't flame. Like when the meat juices drip on it, it doesn't create a flame. It just goes, it just sizzles off. What like evaporates? It. What the steak tastes like? Uh-huh. It just tastes. I mean, it just tastes like whatever you put it on, like put yeah. on it and meat. Like I mean, it didn't have no like maybe oven cooked flavor. Yeah, yeah, it had more of an oven cooked flavor. But I mean, there's no. There's some char and there's a little bit. 
Man, you put some so wood chips. So the first few bites I tasted, I was like, you know, it's not bad. It's edible. And then it's like it had a little aftertaste or something. I was like, I don't know if it was in my head that it had this chemical taste. Or I thought it did too. So yeah, I mean it. It worked. It worked. It cooked yes. a steak. Yes, it cooked a steak. So I would give it. It gets the approval that it works, that you could cook something of it. We're spoiled, though. Yeah. You got to get that out of your head. That's true. I don't know. I'll, the only thing that concerns me. I'm not going me, thumbs up on it. Well, I'm not it, saying run out and buy one. You're going to be kind of like. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, you can cook it on that, but you can on a shovel, too, if you've got hot coals. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> How much was it, Mark? $15. It's the best $15 oh, wow. I've ever spent. But so they make these ones, and I know you've probably seen them. They come in like a food pan. Mm-hmm. And this charcoal already in it. That's a throwaway grill too. Have you ever tried one? We need to bring one of those in and try it. Do a throwaway grill showdown. Yeah, throwaway <laughs> grill showdown. Because I know you've seen them, right? Yeah. They come with a little perforated. You peel it back in. like a sardine can yeah. and light it. You light it. It's probably got like match light or something, some kind of instant light charcoal in it. I like this. You idea. cook right there on it and you throw it away. See, that's my like break when I seen best. it. This was supposed to be a trial because I was like, if we ever get a weekend where we got a break, I'm gonna buy ten of them and have a contest. And we're gonna have a contest. A hundred dollars get you an instant grill, one ribeye. And we show out and cook. Winter takes whatever's left over in the pot. Yeah. After buying everything. After buying everything. And I was like, that'd be, it's not going to be a great time, but it's going to be a real good time, you know? <laughs> so do you think, would you go caveman on those little discs and see what it did? Or would you be scared of that? It scares me because it says once you open that pack, you have to use it. So that pack's holding whatever chemical in there. Yeah. Yeah. So once For you crack so the bag open, you're supposed to like, that's your 60 second time or 60 to minute timer. It. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know it on that bag. It said this will cause death. What do you thing. mean? Do it, not, said it, it said do not use indoors. Will cause death. <laughs> and I think a lot of like it, like it had a bunch of pictures of like vans. And I was like, oh, I yeah. mean, it was, no, it does. Like a, all these van lifers, that's what they used to cook these, on. These guys staying in vans down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> They're down there inside cooking in their van, listening to hippie yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're fans. I think of like kidnappers. No, I'm thinking the Volkswagen well. One of them was that didn't have windows, so it might be kidnappers got to eat too. <laughs> kidnappers got to eat too. Starve them, jokers. <laughs> but it was. It didn't have like a picture of a barbecue trailer. It was all like different vans, like a Dodge Caravan, fifteen packer, van with no windows. <laughs> do not use this. Yeah, do not use in your van. <laughs> You might use it in pickup, but not your van. But, but I, yeah, I'm, I guess it'll work. It'll get you by. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody's like, oh, we got to put grill grates. I want to see this at SCA. You know, I don't know if it's quite on that level. No, you're better off with your charcoal chimney yeah. grill grate over it than that thing. But these next couple. It reminded I, me of snakes and sparklers. You know, the little things you like. Yes. They grow. I expected it to start growing. It did. <laughs> If they would have did that after 60 seconds, it just snaked out. They would have something. <laughs> then I would give it the thumbs up just because it's cool the way it goes to after ash. After 60 minutes. goes to yes. ash and it just blows away. <laughs> Gives you a show. There's really nothing left, you know? Dinner nothing to pick show. up. You get dinner and a show. Man, what if you things. took the rock bamboo rods and replaced it with, like, metal skewers? And I thought about that. I mean, grate. I thought about, too, like, if you just took some foil and put sides on it to where it made the heat go up. It says yeah. you're not supposed to. 
You're not supposed uh, to modify, modify this. Modify any kind of way. What the wrong person yeah, bought it. Uh, I'm yeah. going to tell we're, you. Because we're thinking about what can we do with this. I'm going to think if I buy two and I just combine all the coal into one, if we can get like over a thousand. <laughs> yeah, what if you took them and stacked them all on top of each other? What would it do? That's In a chimney. Not the worst. It would probably melt the chimney. As hot as those things get, if you had. That many stacked in one cylinder. I just it's lit. crazy because you could not That's see out a, the smoke too. You couldn't see the flame whatsoever. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't know it was on fire. I mean, until you got close to it, you could hurt yourself with that. I think the next few out of smoke is going to be really good. They're entertaining. <laughs> oh, we got the hot sauce ones coming up. We've got a. I went and bought an Aldi grill. We got on this grill thing. We're trying out different grills, and so Tyler was shopping at Aldi, and they had one for like. Sixty nine dollars or seventy? It was. I thought it was less than that. I thought it was like fifty nine. It was fifty nine ninety five. Fifty nine ninety five. And so I went up there and bought it. It's like a kettle grill. So we're gonna we're gonna see if this kettle grill will cook. For, we're gonna. I wanted to see if under hundred bucks. Are we blowing it up too? If it don't, oh, we don't know. What we're, it'll be used <laughs> for something. Actually, I told like Austin said he didn't have a grill at home, and I said I got one for you. <laughs> we got to do an out the smoke video, that and then it's got yours. Got you this brand new grill from Aldi. <laughs> so we're gonna do that one. We got we're gonna do some stick burner stuff coming up. We've got a bunch of ideas, things. If anybody else out there wants to chime in and see some more stuff on out the smoke, let us know. Yeah. Stump us, if give us some good. Those. Yeah, we're probably gonna be. I don't know. We talked about testing out some fly goods. Yeah, <laughs> it's part well, of barbecue. That is definitely out the smoke. So we may do some fly shooting, fly hunting. We tried talked about doing a fly tournament. Who could get the most? <laughs> I got to upgrade my fly up. gun. I got the original. I've gotten pretty good at. I got to get that three point or the revolver that runs off CO two. It's like sure enough. Really? Like you buy bullets one. for it? Like it's salt fly bullets? Bullet? Oh, yes. salt bullets. Huh. So do we have to like want it for my birthday? Want salt, <laughs> I want a salt pistol. <laughs> you want an automatic salt gun? Yeah, I want the salt pistol. Oh, do they make an automatic one? That is. You just keep pulling the trigger. You don't have to. Oh, because it's got CO2. It's got CO2. That would be cool with the big one. That'll knock some horse flies back. Yeah, I think that one might draw blood. Because it does take more time to, to cock it. It does. If I got, if I got, if I got an automatic on there, man. I didn't think mine was shooting the other day, and I shot Emily on her back of her calf, and they, it was shooting. She got upset. Hey, don't shoot someone in the face with that thing, man. It, it, hey, we got to get safety glasses for the fly hunt. <laughs> I, want, I want some of them gold. I want them like, yes. <laughs> I'm talking we rent like a paintball field, right? And then we like trap flies for like a month and then just let them go. We got the we got the baited oh, yeah. fly field. That we big got, blue dumpster yeah. out back. That's all you need. That brisket was in it for about three days. We just put a table out there and put various various food items on the table and set your chairs back. How do you collect? Because there's a lot of times you can't. Once they get sprayed, they're gone. We'll put cardboard. got blood trail them. We'll put cardboard. <laughs> We'll put like cardboard walls up on the table where they got to come into the kill zone. Yeah. And then when you shoot them, they stay in the kill zone. And if it goes out of the kill zone, it don't count. So that's got to be part of your where you shoot it and where it goes. Thursday night at Galax, me and Michael was coming up with recipes for flies. <laughs> We'd had the thinly sliced bacon, little cream cheese. Yes. It's deep fry. We're going to get y'all the hat GoPros. Yeah. The, we'll, there we, can, go. we can have a kill count. No, I said we're going to put them on the gun. We're going to go, put the GoPros <laughs> on the gun. Get the gun. They got laser pointers for them now. It's getting we're going all out flock. Yeah, the fly weird. season is open. It's getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's good times. Good times. We do have our bar- barbecue crawl coming up. Our company wide. Have we got a, um, places we're going to on that? No, we're taking applications. Well, a suggestion. Okay, I'm letting everybody make a suggestion, and then we're going to build a. How far can we crawl? Just in, in just in Memphis. Okay, we're probably going to just a, a launch corner. So our plan is we're going to rent a party bus. <laughs> 
I love where this is going, by the way. It's got to be on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a Thursday or a Friday. We'll take everybody. Um, we shut and we're, the shop down? Yeah, we're going to shut the whole okay. place down. It's like a... Employee, it's company appreciation. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to hit up Can we start a bunch of places. Brunch? In, yeah. Yeah, we need to do like a nine to three type deal. Yeah. Or nine to dark. Yeah. Nine to nine to nine is even better. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Twelve hours of barbecuing. Some people have children. Yeah. <laughs> Pay the babysitter more. You'll be all right. That should be all right. <laughs> we can get the bus to pull around like <laughs> the fancy pit. We'll load it up and cook all day too. <laughs> See if ours is better at the end of the day. Who's <laughs> get the owner. After we haul You try mine, I try yours. There you go. Where do you suggest going? Where's your place? Where's your pick? If um, you're going somewhere. I want to go get some wings at Central. Central. That's that's, that's probably first. That's one, that'd be my suggestion. I want wings. I want a sandwich from Tom's. Ooh, yeah. I want, can I get a cheeseburger from Tom's? <laughs> y'all had so yeah. We need so we all we need to do is put all this together and then let everybody see it and kind of prior vote. Yeah. And how many ever get the be- the most votes is the ones we'll go to. We'll take the top five or whatever we think we could do in one. We day. go ahead and like call ahead and get everything. Yeah, staged but you got to put on there. You can't just put. You know Memphis Barbecue Cup. You got to put specific. You got to say going I want there the for. Cornish yeah. Game Hen at Cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want the shrimp spaghetti. appetizer at Rendezvous. Oh, you got to give them twenty four hours notice for that. Actually, too. we've never. I've never had that. It's worth you, it. Yeah, because you do have to call in advance. But it's like it's enough for like twenty people. Yeah. Like it's a ton of shrimp. Yeah, because we're not eating a full meal. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be trying something at each one. Yes. Hopefully. We're doing this today. We better get going. Yeah, we better get going. <laughs> we got to wrap this thing up, Shell. We're just in the beginning planning yeah. stages. I do want, man, that um, the barbecue pull. Oh, that one place at opening where they closed. That's a good one. But uh, what's the one on Lamar? Payne's, the barbecue sandwich mm-hmm. at Payne's. We gotta get, have you ever had one? I've heard good. a lot oh, of good about go, it, though. we got to go get good. one of those. Rib tips at Tom's. Yep. I want turnip greens at Tom's. Yeah, it's, it's, all of his, his sides, sides are so good. Yeah, cool. He does as much meat and three type yeah. style than, as he does barbecue. I'm trying but, to think where else, where else would, would be some good places. Of course, the barbecue shop. Yeah, barbecue spaghetti at the barbecue shop. But we're taking applications for that. Applications, suggestions. <laughs> I think my favorite thing at Memphis Barbecue Company isn't even barbecue. It's the cheese. <clears throat> cheese fritters. Cheese fritters, man. Dude, those are so good. No, they've got this whole. When I go there, I like getting the whole. Tra- I call it the trash can lid, but it's like their platter, barbecue platter, and it's got some Sample. everything on it. Man, it's good. It is good. Their their turnip greens are good too. The meatloaf. That's what that's what I'm gonna put on there from from uh, Memphis Barbecue Company. The meatloaf. It is awesome. Um, Mark, what have you been cooking on your channel before uh, we wrap up? We've been trying to venture out. We've done some sweet potato fries with peanut butter yeah. and jelly. You got to talk about those. Okay, Don't yeah. yeah. Stop right there. Go through where you got that inspiration from and everything. So we spent a weekend up in Indiana with Outlaw, and he carried us to this burger shop, Oak and Alley in Warsaw. And they had, it's like a craft cheeseburger place. Like they do off the wall crazy burgers, and all the appetizers are about the same way, and they do craft beer and stuff. Well, Brian and was like, well, we're getting them. I'm like, I don't want, like, that don't even sound good. They brought it. I was like, that looks pretty good. So <laughs> I got me a bite, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, it is the most sweet, savory, salty, spicy. Like, it was just – it hit on every level. And, I like, we left there, and I was like, we're we're making that. Like, this, that's the next time. So we just done it on the pellet grill. And then the only thing I'd done different was I'd done strawberry jelly with fresh jalapenos in it just for some heat. And it's the ultimate bite. 
So I mean, how do you mm. – it's sweet potato fries? Sweet potato fries. Yeah. And then I melt my peanut butter where you can like, kind of like drizzle it, drizzled it. Is it just melted peanut butter? Straight peanut butter. On the stove or microwave? Or I what? put it all in pellet grill. Oh, just okay. let it warm yeah. up? You just want it to where it's – you can handle it, pour it yeah. out, and you're not trying to spoon it on your fries. Mm-hmm. So you pour it all almost like a cheese over the mm-hmm. top. Okay. It was good. Um, and then the jelly was just like Smucker's strawberry yeah, jelly? Yeah, strawberry jelly. I mean, it was simple. It's You can make it in 20 minutes. Nothing so you could it. use like a jalapeno jelly. Like yeah, if you had a pepper, pepper jelly, jelly, yeah, be excellent. That would be good. How did you That's infuse the thinking. jalapenos into your strawberry jelly? Sautéed them in a little Dutch oven and then just added the strawberry jelly to it, kind of folded it in. Yep. That was good, but them chuck eyes on top of them mushrooms were like, that's a good bite. Where'd you get the chuck eyes from? You know where they come from. <laughs> Florida. Florida. <laughs> oh, the, the butcher shop. Those but, chuck eyes he sends are... They're so good. There. But we got a couple more in the works. I think I'm going to do a couple big cooks in the next few weekends because we hadn't done a long cook in a while. So probably do a brisket, maybe some pork butt, something like that. Need to. Shoulder clod. I want to get a whole shoulder. We've been looking oh. for shoulder clods for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, didn't. Costco, buy... or no, restaurants. We got, we got a chuck roll from Kevin and we cooked one, but it wasn't exactly we were looking for. Then yeah. he sent another one that Brian got. I don't know if I ever got it from him. No, it's in my freezer. Oh, you, st- you got it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it needs to be cooked. It's yeah. been there a while. It's vacuum sealed. We're good. Yeah. So, best thing you ate in Galax, I can't not talk about this. That pork chop sandwich. Pork chop sandwich. The Mayberry Special. Is that what it was called? Yeah. The yeah. Mayberry Special. It was Aunt B's secret recipe is what yeah. it said. And I don't know for a fact that it was grilled before it was fried, but it had that it had a grilled taste, and it had some char on it. So I don't know if they were really fried, like skillet fried or what, but it was, to me, if I had to guess what it was, it was a grilled pork chop, battered, fried, had slaw, mayonnaise, mustard, some kind of onion relish, and some kind of sauce. Yeah, tomatoes. It was like the whole kitchen sink, but it was so good. You need to go on and recreate that one. I don't know if my liver and heart and all that can handle it. Why can't I give it a month? <laughs> you can recreate that one. Use, uh, you know how you do the Parmesan chicken wings. Yeah. Do some kind of crust like that on the pellet grill. Crust that piece of pork tenderloin. Or it was pork loin. It was, it was pork chop. Yeah, it was. It, it, was, it was loin. Yeah. It wasn't it was tender probably loin. pounded, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. pounded. Yeah. It was tender as could be. Tender. Yeah. yeah, you could marinate that day in some pickle juice, tenderize it up, mm. and then batter it in your stuff. I can you know, taste like, it right now. That and those old potato Parmesan. chips, with loaded potato chips, are so good at McAdoo's. Ooh. Yeah. That was my food. favorite. They were so good. They had ah. good bar food there. Yeah, that was my that was my absolute favorite thing I had. Uh, it's like it reminded me of Saratoga fries from the fair, like where they spiralize a potato and then deep fry it and it gets crispy, and then they smothered it in cheese and had meat, chili on it, jalapenos, cream cheese or sour cream, onion. Man, my old, I'd eat that for lunch right now. My old Weight Watcher meal back there just does not sound good right now. <laughs> I got a pack of Bumblebee tuna. I'm fixing to go eat. That sounds I'm real good. I'm stop at J and J's on the way to Centovia. <laughs> Chicken on stick. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do better. Um, that Bumblebee tuna is pretty good. Bumblebee the the tie, the spicy tie, whatever it is. Put a little mayo in. Comes it. with a little switchblade spoon. You flip out, <laughs> locks in place. I need a pack. I feel like it'd be cat food, but hey, <laughs> spicy cat food. <laughs> it's been lunch. <laughs> what do we got coming up, show? Um, this weekend we are going to the Braves. Oh yeah, Atlanta. Everybody's in Atlanta. The Braves game. Y'all look for us. We're gonna be there. Me, Michael, and Shell, right? 
Yeah, and Russell. Uh, yeah, Russell Wright, Wright from Right on Q. Be a Saturday night game. Yeah. We're, we're gonna try to catch one on Friday too. We're going. We're traveling on Friday. Going. I know we're going to the game on Saturday. We're going to go on Friday night too, and then catch up with some family on Sunday, and then come back on Monday, shoot a video. I've got a. I'm. I'm probably going to do. Yeah. What's your name? Queso chorizo fatty. That's what I'm thinking. It sounds good, don't it? Yeah. Does that just sound good? Sounds really the queso good. fatty. As long as I'm there to eat it, yeah, it sounds great. That's what I think I'm going to do. How do you think that would be after you get it cut up on a taco? Would that be crazy? (laughs) Yeah. That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Put a little extra cilantro and some hot Mm, sauce on it. I think it'd be real good. That's a good idea, actually. That's what I thought when I come up with it. I was like, you know, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) Do you think to yourself, I'm a (laughs) We did some. Tyler and I did some TikToks yesterday. And, man, so there's this – I know you've seen it. And, Shelly, you've seen it. It's this thing – where everybody's doing the smoked cream cheese, where you season up some cream, block of cream cheese, throw it on the smoker, and bring it out and top it with like a pepper jelly glaze. And so um, I did one where it's like one block of cream cheese ain't enough. You got to do two. So I made like a jumbo version, seasoned it with some the barbecue rub. But I for my topping, I, I made some bacon jam. And so I had all this bacon grease left over. So I rubbed the outside of the cream cheese blocks with bacon grease first and then seasoned it. Man, this sounds so healthy. Oh, I love man. It. It, was, oh, it, was, it was. It had a pack. Really good. Yeah. And I stuck it in the smoker. And it took what, about an hour and a half, 275. The cream cheese starts to split all open, but it stays together. It don't run. Like it's still in block form. Just you could tell it's hot. And so that bacon jam, I cooked down, you know, a whole pack of thin bacon chopped up. So there's this mound of bacon. Two big onions that I caramelized down with brown sugar and balsamic. Mixed all that together to make that bacon jam. Put it all over the top of that cream cheese once it was hot. And then drizzled Captain Rodney's over it and you scoop in a Frito scoop, dude. I'm going to tell you, that'll change your life. I was trying to it was like, And y'all didn't bring none up here yes, today. Yes, it's back there. I don't know if Austin, so I felt bad yesterday, Tyler, when you left the house. <laughs> you said Austin never gets to try anything. So I drove it up here yesterday. Me and Shell came up here. And I, I it said, ain't back there then. <laughs> and I told Austin, I told Austin, I was like, look, Tyler told me you never get to try anything, so I'm bringing you this. <laughs> and then so as we was leaving, I said, you going to put it in the refrigerator? Because it was sitting out. I said, at least put it in the refrigerator so we can eat it tomorrow. So it may be in the fridge. I saw the Fritos bag back there. Oh, we're good. I'm, I'm heading to the kitchen as soon as we hit it stop. It was really good. Like Phenomenal. Yeah. I couldn't stop eating it. I was trying to do good yesterday. I was like, but I, yeah. I, I but I also did a Mississippi round steak, bologna. Which is you can't beat. No, that's always good. You can't beat it. And then I did two drinks, which I did my haymaker drink and uh, what did I call it? My little Georgia peach. My little Georgia peach. Yeah, peach <laughs> drink. It was good too. But those, those are coming, coming out. Those will be coming out Tyler, in the next week or so. Yeah. yeah. To be on the lookout. Yeah. But that's all we got today. I might try to get a hot dog video at the ballpark. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. That's all we got. Uh, Mark. As always, man, it's always good for always you on the podcast. Time. I know we see each other every day. <laughs> it's good to but see it's you, great Michael. To sit down and talk barbecue. Oh. Um, where, if they don't know, where can everybody find the grand champion of Galax this past weekend on social? And Swine Life BBQ. All right, check pretty out. simple search. Try his new prime beef. Subscribe to his YouTube. Subscribe to his YouTube. Channel. Check us out if you got any questions. Let us know. 
We're always looking for good feedback and suggestions for sure. We're also on Out the Smoke, and if you wanted him to make any appearances or anything, you can contact him. He'd be glad to <laughs> I'll get negotiate my, fees. Yeah. He can contact his agent. Yeah, I got my agent handle that. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm the agent. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Shell, where can they find you? If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube, and now TikTok. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and TikTok. And Tyler, appreciate you running the boards, man. Where are they going to find you, too? Y'all can find me on Instagram at TikTok underscore Tyler or Twitter at TikTok Tyler. That's right. If y'all have any technical questions or think we should change something up, let Tyler know. Rip my DMs <laughs> apart. <laughs> <laughs> we will see y'all next time. Thanks for ha- hanging out with us. We gone.